With more than 200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hey, this is Jim Dudley. Jim, you have a right to free speech, um, but being a cop is not a right. It's a privilege, and privileges can be revoked. You know, you've got issues with uh, disciplinary matters uh, while on duty. You've got issues with disciplinary matters while off duty. You know, if you do something that's um, not reflecting well on the agency, you can be disciplined. You can even be fired. Um I found a quote, interestingly enough, from way back in 1892 from um, Supreme Court Justice Holmes. Um, quote, the petitioner may have a constitutional right to talk politics, but he has no constitutional right to be a policeman. Now, that having been said, the Supreme Court, I think it was just last year, I think it was 2017, it might have been 2016, um, found that some an, an agency on the East Coast, and I won't name it, um, had such overly restrictive policies of prior restraint on protected speech that their policy was ruled to be unconstitutionally um, prohibitive. prohibited. Um, so agencies have an interest in enabling officers to go on Facebook and have social media presence with their family or Twitter or the Instagram or whatever else is happening out there. It's a communications tool and people want to communicate with each other. That having been said, there's stuff that's sometimes said that's outside the lines. And so you have to have a balance with policy, procedure, and practice where the officers are not putting the agency in any kind of peril, whereas at the same time they have the opportunity to speak their mind um, on their private time, right? Sure. That's a fine line, though. No, I mean, it, you know, everybody assumes the First Amendment right for freedom of speech, religion, uh, assembly, um, but when you are in a police agency, when you're wearing the uniform, when you're performing the functions of your duties, um, you pretty much lose your First Amendment rights while you're on duty. Um, when you are um, put in a situation where you are, are tasked with policing uh, something you really don't agree with, um, and we've seen it this year a few times when police officers are uh, posted uh, on usually on overtime um, at a football game, baseball game, basketball game where there's a social justice protest uh, kneeling before the flag um, or something like that. Uh, officers that are on extra duty getting paid overtime to do it have the option of not participating. And we've seen wholesale walkouts of departments at some games. Uh, puts the agency in a bind because they've got to come either come up with uh, on-duty personnel or some other security supplement uh, to provide security for the game. But beyond that, uh, if you put it on social media, on or off duty, if it can be seen or found on social media, you can be held to a, a standard that your department's already set. Even if you delete it. 
even if you delete it. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. The internet has a very, very vivid memory. So, you know, that post you're thinking about maybe at 1230 at night, maybe a couple, three pints into the evening. Let's reconsider and do that one maybe in the morning. (laughs) Like leave that email left unsent kind of a thing. Right, right. No, and Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever social media you're using, uh, your opinion um, can be scrutinized long after the fact um, to the point where uh, if you present some sort of a bias or prejudice in a tweet or something you say on social media, uh, it could be used against you. Mm-hmm. Uh, your your arrest log, your arrest... Um, uh, log over months or even years can be scrutinized to see if you showed any preference or prejudice or bias. Yeah, I, I think of constantly when we have this conversation, whether it's for the podcast or for anything else, I remember that guy whose name I unfortunately have erased from my memory, um, but the guy who said, I take out the trash, you know, like, or, or I'm trash collector or something to that right, effect. Right. God, dude, come on, man. If, if, if it sounds good in your head but it doesn't sound good when you're standing in the grocery store line right don't say that right. you know i mean just have some pri- some level of personal restraint right no if you have to say shoot did i just say that out loud that's probably a bad sign right that's that's definitely an indicator we call that a trailing indicator unfortunately not a leading indicator right. um what about when you are um you know like you you'd said you're 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 posted to an nfl game and you watch all these guys kneel you're 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 there on duty, right? Mm-hmm. What if you have an extra extra gig? You work security at Walmart, and you know that you're you're in your patrol car, you're in uniform, but you're doing your job as as a second job. Sure. And all of a sudden, there's a giant protest there. Yeah. Do you have the right, the privilege, the ability to basically say, "Okay, I'm going home now"? I don't know. If, if it's a secondary job, I would imagine. See, we're never forced to do anything, right? You can up and quit your police job if you want to. Right. So if you're working a secondary gig and you're using all that stuff and the department says it's okay, I'd still say it's up to you uh, and and within your own heart to say whether or not you want to be a part of that. So uh, I quit a job recently that I was doing an extracurricular job that I just... I didn't really find that interesting anymore, and it was actually more complicated than it was worth. And we all possess that ability within us to say, okay, I'm done, and, yep. and walk off the job, or quit the job, or give notice, or however you're going to do it. But when you are on duty, and you're put between a, a diametrically opposed groups, clearly you're going to be you're going to have an affinity towards one, maybe a hatred for the other. But on duty, in uniform, unless you quit that job, you're stuck there in the middle for the duration. Yeah, and you're Switzerland. You have to be. You're, right. You're, you you have to enforce the law. Right. You have to keep the two warring sides apart from one another. Right. You know, if you've got BLM over here on one side of the street and KKK on this side of the street, you are the thin blue line that separates. Right. The two chaotic, you know, uh, assemblies from turning into mayhem right um so yeah you don't have a choice there um let's get i want to get back to a little bit of the facebook slash social media slash this a little bit more wonky Mm -hmm. than we typically get but how do you craft language in your policy that's not going to be found unconstitutional in terms of prior restraint of of prohibited speech how do you account for you know what what are some of the things that you would do um I'm, I'm coming to you. I'm going to say, hey, um, Deputy Chief Dudley, I need you to recraft our policy. What does it look like? 
Well, you say that department policy says that our uniforms, our vehicles, our equipment are off limits uh, to use on social media. Mm -hmm. We don't want you in uniform. We don't want our police cars, our buildings, anything in your social media. Uh, it's our property. Mm -hmm. We don't want you to take it home. Uh, we don't want you to reveal strategies or tactical techniques that we use. We don't want you to talk about ongoing investigations. We don't want you to post uh, recollections of incidents or um, things that you encountered on duty. Uh, we want to be able to say um, when you use social media, you are on or off duty obliged to follow our uh, department mission, that is that we protect lives, uh, protect property, save lives, that we hold uh, the sanctity of life in high regard, um, that our, the community is our partner. And if you say things against that, mm -hmm. or if you say things that are prejudicial or biased or racist, that those things could be used against you in discipline or Firing of yeah, a variety a of places. Right. I mean, that, that as the saying goes, it goes down on your permanent record. Right. You know, if you do something untoward down the road, that's going to be part of the conversation. Right. Right. So now, the one last thing I want to ask you is, when you have someone who has stepped outside of the lines of the of the policy, it's not an egregious thing. It's maybe a first time thing. It's maybe one of those, like I said, three beers into the night posts about the. Auburn Tigers winning the national championship. I don't care. Sure. <clears throat> You're the supervisor. What do you do to try and get that person back in line? What's what's the what's the best route to to help lead that person back to where they should be? Well, I don't think the line supervisor does the investigation. There's probably a a, a line of investigation that takes you out of the the loop. So whether it's your citizens complaints review board or your internal affairs board, they hold you to the department policy. Mm -hmm. They have a bail schedule that says, if it's this, it's first offense, a warning mm -hmm. or a reprimand or a chief's hearing, second offense, days off, third offense, firing mm -hmm. for a really minor um, offense that you're talking about. If you were to say something that's out and out racist or prejudicial or that would give the impression that you are showing bias on the job and arresting mm -hmm. people, some people and not others. I think first offense could be a firing offense. Yeah. Well, I'm talking also about not just the um, the procedure of, you know, what happens in yeah. the investigative uh, realm, but, you know, maybe you're not the supervisor. Maybe you're the colleague. Maybe you're the patrol partner. Yeah. You know, hey, dude, you were a knucklehead. Don't be a knucklehead. How do you have that conversation? What's the best? What's Because you want to you want to keep your cop. Right? You don't want a second offense or a third offense and then all of a sudden he's fired. Right, but I think I think agencies have really come across uh, a, a juncture where they've got to take a hard line on some things. And it's not, um, hey, son, let me take you by the arm and uh, don't ever do that again because you'll really be in trouble next time. I don't think... I think you have agencies now that are making uh, officers take oaths saying... I'm going to drop a dime on that guy. I'm mm -hmm. not going to put my arm around him and say, hey, between you and me, that's totally wrong. Um, there is no informal uh, system when it comes to anything that's uh, mm -hmm. racist or biased to the point of um, reflect, reflecting poorly on, on your job performance. Yeah. 
Um, tell us what you think and whether or not you even use social media. I have a lot of police officer friends who are not on any social media platform at all. That being said, a good half of my 500 Facebook friends are, are cops. So I get to see some really interesting posts. Um, send us an email to policingmatters at police1.com. That's policingmatters at police1.com. Thanks again for listening.